Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where we talked about the comfort zone versus the anxiety zone. Today, for episode number 293, we are going to do our takeaways and lessons from your top-notch live 2020. (laughs) (laughs) 293, man. 293. Seven away from 300. Yeah, it's crazy. Before we jump into this episode and talk about the takeaways, we have seven on the whiteboard. And we only have 20 minutes. We're doing a quick 20-minute scratching the surface today because we have a call right after this. True, true. But before we jump into this episode, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on join hashtag hyperconsciousnation. Folks, join a group of like-minded people. You are the sum average of the five people you spend the most time with, not just in person, but also digitally. See what I did there? Kevin also has the podcast shirt on that... Our beautiful girlfriend yes, got for us. Yes, thank you guys. At the event, You're the best. Um, also, our next event oh, yeah? is going to be held in Worcester, Massachusetts, on April 25th. We are not revealing our speaker lineup yet, yeah. but we will. And this uh, episode will be not an advertisement for that, but it's going to be what we learn from this one and what you guys can learn to expect as well. A lot of this is about what we noticed from the attendees and not us. Again, we're, we're going to make this episode as much about you guys as humanly possible because we're just, we're just two Jeffs, Jeff in a boot. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so number one, I had a takeaway that these events change people more than anything else. So one of my clients, Bianca, Saw girl. came to the event and really proved to herself not only that she belongs, but she said we've since had a peak performance call and she said that I'm actually... I think I perceived myself as very behind when I compare myself to people that are very far in their journey, like us, for example. But I'm actually way ahead of the game in terms of clarity and what I want to do with my life, which is huge. And she believes in herself so much more. As a matter of fact, when I first saw her in the gym, I ran into her when she was working out with Emilia. And she was in, I could see in her eyes, like almost happy tears coming out. And it reminded me exactly of after High Performance Academy 
Yes. Um, how happy you were there saying, like, I kind of found my people. I was very happy. They're a little boomerang for the gram. Boomerang for the gram. So, my, my, I think my biggest takeaway was it's so crazy when you have an idea and it comes to fruition. It comes to reality. Like, three months ago, four months ago, we were like, oh, we should do an event. Like, right. we should bring an event to this area. Um, and then we started thinking of, like, who would be good speakers. Right. Right? And the fact that I just had this unreasonable weight off my shoulders. Like, after the event was over, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did that. <laughs> and yeah. now we're trying to yeah. do another one. But <laughs> it's just the fact that, like, you might be thinking of something right now that literally could become a reality and change somebody's life. And it will never happen if you don't have the guts to take that first step. And again, maybe that first step isn't hosting an event. Maybe that first step for you is practicing giving speeches in your driveway. Right. Maybe that's the first step. But whatever the first step is for you, what do you have to do to bring that idea into reality? What is the minimum thing you can do? Start there. Because again, one of my other takeaways is, is similar to that. But a single thought can change somebody's life. It can change your life. It can change the world. I already have people messaging me saying, somebody messaged me today and said, I'm traveling in April. I, it better not be on the date that you're doing the event. Mm -hmm. And like, it's, it, it's down in her schedule as a non-negotiable. Like, I'm going to your event. It's awesome. And it's just, everybody that attended is already about the, it's just amazing that it was just a thought at one point. Yeah. It was just a thought. It was a thought of, Kev wants to start a podcast. Right. 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 It's like, if you guys, you can't, right? You can only connect the dots. Looking back. Looking back, you can't. But if you want to start a podcast, you could host events. I was actually talking to somebody today, a potential client, about that. Right. If you want to start a charity, you could change the world. You could send somebody to college on a scholarship. Like, mm. you, who knows what you could do? But it all starts with a single thought. And I think we all have amazing thoughts, but not all of us follow through and, and try to, like, really, really chase them. So when I was on the phone with B yesterday, we talked about another thing. This is a, a takeaway that's actually not on the whiteboard. But you remember we did the episode where you said fear chasing is the most important thing? Yes. So B has been, she asked me a while ago, we were leaving the gym, and she said, Alan, can I ask you something? I said, of course. She said, can you help me with my speaking? This was like many months ago. I don't know the exact day. But she did a testimonial on camera for the event in front of the, like, she got mic'd up yeah. in front of the videographers, right? In front of everybody, because it was in the hall while everyone was networking. And she was so proud of herself for doing that. And what I said is, B, it's like, if you hadn't had the courage to ask me to help you with speaking way back then, if I hadn't suggested to you to get on your story every day and tell someone something that you're going through, would you have had the courage to chase that even bigger fear later? Right. Like, she was nervous, but also excited. And I think that's the thing. If you don't chase, uh, in Stephen Covey's book, he talks about how every public victory is a private victory first. And whether it's a speech in the driveway, yeah, a year before you ever actually give one in person, like just think like the only wrong answer is not to try, in my opinion. And that's another thing. So I was talking to Matt, and he was talking about like the testimonial. Yeah, I remember when we went to your speech in Boston. Yeah. And I was a little further along in terms of public, not necessarily public speaking, but speaking and fear chasing. And like we had to force, not force, but pressure Matt into doing it because right, we sure. knew how great it would be for him. Yeah. He was so excited to do it this time. 
Right. The things that you are terrified of right now will get easier as long as you do them. Right. As and long the as you only do them. way you'll ever know that they get easier is if you do them first. It's like, it's this strange thing about your fears. You'll always be just as afraid of the things that you're afraid of unless you do it once and prove to yourself that you shouldn't be that afraid. Right. It's mind-blowing. Right. And I remember, like, the first time I started doing that, I was like, oh, my God, it's a different world. Dude, you haven't seen Brant's testimonial yet? Brant, I asked him to do a testimonial. It's funny because I had asked a lot of different people to do it, and I was gauging their level of fear. Brant is like, yeah, man, I'll do it. And he goes up to it, and he's like, ah, oh, I'm, I'm afraid. And he had, like, the pretend, like camera yeah, yeah, yeah. like the lights and all that that ah uh, moment of like i don't know if i can do this he was just joking of course dude it was probably about three minutes go figure and it was i literally was like that is the best testimony i've ever seen in my life i was like that is perfect like there's the promo for the next one like but that's the thing how many reps does he have that we never saw how many times has he been on camera i mean really thousands like, thousands yeah. exactly so you never each rep is an opportunity to get better i mean the first time you went to the gym you were probably nervous i know i was yeah, it was a, of course, yeah. Long, it was a long time. Dude, I remember I, I used to have to walk to the gym after school. Like, I started lifting when I was, like, 16. I had to walk to the gym. It's crazy, <laughs> man. Crazy. So, another thing that we wrote down, and I think, again, this is kind of like, I knew this was going to happen. I didn't know what extent it was going to happen oh, to. Oh, yeah. But something, when you take on something giant, something else in your life tends to fall. And when Taryn and I did our weekly check-in, I quickly realized that I wasn't doing a great job or as great of a job in the relationship that I was before. And it's like... You know it's going to be a good check-in when she asks, are you sure you want to yeah. do this right and now? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> are, are, wait, wait. Good for you for are sitting you in that, sure? though. Well, I, that's the thing. So I was on a call with a client last night and and I was like, you know, we're doing this Sunday check-in thing. Do you, you might want to start considering to, to do that with your girlfriend. It might be helpful. Right. And... He's like, wait, you had a bad check-in last week? I was like, yeah, man, it wasn't good. Like, it wasn't good. He's like, do you, do you take that in, or do you kind of say, like, well, it was the, the week of an event, so it's not that big of a deal? And I was like, well, if I was only doing one event ever, yeah, maybe I could let that slide. But I'm, if I'm going to be doing this more, it has to become a normal part of my life where maybe something else will fall. I'd rather the gym fall. Right. Right? I'd rather the gym fall. I'd rather... Something else fall. I don't want my relationship to fall. So ideally, nothing would fall. But the thing is, is we're new. So that was the third event we've ever co-hosted. We did Confident yeah. Women's. We did Your World Within Live. But that was the and most. Then we did Top Notch Live. This yeah. was the most. The, we took on more th and more each time. But yeah. that's my point. This yeah. time, we're taking on a little bit more than we did last time. But we're actually doing it much more effectively and much smarter. Dude, first time we started podcasting, one episode a week was too much. Yeah. And I guarantee you that... Now, when we jumped to two, that was too much. Then three, then four. It We always had things fall, each thing. My biggest fear going into this event, full vulnerability here, is I, and it actually turned into what I'm most proud of, but my biggest fear was that us forcing ourselves outside of our comfort zone to do something bigger than we've ever done is going to put so much pressure on us that the people closest to me would be hurt by that or negatively affected by that. That was my biggest fear. And what I've told Emilia since that I'm most proud of is that it actually brought us closer, not farther apart, mm. which is huge because I was very scared of that. I don't see. I don't think I was scared of that because I didn't think it would happen. Not that I didn't, I didn't think it was possible that it could happen. I just didn't, I didn't realize how stressed out I'd be. I didn't realize how like, right. Less you know, to give. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of the time I was an empty cup cause it was just so much. It was a lot, but, I mean, 
Next time we'll make sure. And that's that's what it's about. Right. It's about getting better. And that's why I wanted to do the check in because I don't I want to do it now. I want to do it now so I know exactly how we feel. Right. And then I'll put a plan together with Taryn of like, okay, our event next event is April twenty fifth. Right. Like what can I do to be better? Because she was supportive. She she wasn't any different because of the event. Right. right. So I want to make sure I uphold my my end of this as well. Super important. It's, it's the most important. Next we have oh Number four, line item number four. So, huge shout out to Tom and I believe Emily and Alex. I forget who it was, but someone, I guess my mom was at check-in during my speech. And Emilia as well. And someone came and took care of that while I was speaking so that they could come in the room. So, thank you so much uh, for that. Number four, the takeaway is it's different when your mom and your girlfriend are in the room because yes, of course I care about my speech and the impact that I have on everybody, but it's different when the people you love most in the world are there watching and it's more powerful. Um, like you cried on stage, you know, when you started talking about Taryn and that's a main takeaway is like, imagine if you could leverage that all the time. Imagine if you always envisioned that they were in the room because they kind of are to some extent. Like what I do this in the gym when I'm on my last rep and I don't think I can do another one. I'll literally imagine Emilia and like what I would do for her. The answer is anything. And it's like that helps me push harder. Yeah. Why power is everything. And when they're in the room, it's different. So it, leverage that. It's funny because I, for me, it was like, it's different a little bit, but I mean, have you ever given one without, oh, well she wasn't there at mass maritime. Yeah. She wasn't at mass maritime, but yeah, that was the only one. Yeah. And so TMF, done- every one she's been there. Pretty much. Right. So for me, it's normal. You don't know what it's like with that. Well, you do, but it's right. Yeah. It's more. How many speeches have you given? Five. Do you four? know who I am? You've given like seven. I've given like, f- I've given like six speeches, man. Six. <laughs> I, think, I don't know. Five, six. Who knows? <laughs> I've impacted like 60 lives. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but for me, it's like, that's just normal. It's kind of like normal. And I love it. Like I, I don't mean normal as like, oh, it is what it is. No, no, I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it was different for me. But for me, I think I'm not jaded, but I'm I'm lucky in terms of, you know, I she's been she's been with me since right the beginning of this. That of. was the first time I've ever had a girlfriend in the room. Yeah. My mom was at Confident Women's though. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Number five. Line <laughs> item line item number five. So much behind the scenes. Just like you guys with whatever it is you do, maybe you have a fitness page for Instagram, maybe you you know, are an interior designer, a website designer, or whatever it is for you, a teacher, there is so much that you don't know until you do it. Right. Like there are things, if you told me like you need to worry about this going in, I, I just never would have thought of it. Clearly there's things that we didn't think of. Might not have even done it. No, probably, probably not. <laughs> uh, but I think that, it's really cool because when you do something that you've never done, you feel way more equipped and you feel like you're capable of so much more. Like anything's possible. Like anything is anything is possible. Right. What else? Do you have anything to say on that topic? Do I have anything to say? That day was the tip of the iceberg that everybody else got to see. They didn't see the 10,000 courageous moments all the messages, all the team calls, all the strategy sessions, all of the calls late at night of Brant saying, hey, man, what's going on? Like, it's interesting. It Everything is like that. 
I think every public success is the result of 10,000 private victories. I agree. Um, tiny little crazy, all the, the, the cold calls, the emails, the, it's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I think another takeaway that we didn't write down is it's crazy how fast you can change. Like, at the beginning of the event, I had never made a cold call in my life. <laughs> and then at the end, it was just like, I'm sending Instagram videos to everybody. Literally like everybody I, that I, I know. Hear you upstairs. That was a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was, so I, that, that goes to number, number six. Team is everything. Yeah. Like, I, we were talking to Mark Metry at our mastermind, and we were talking about Tiff, and we were talking about Amy, and Alessandro, and Alex, and... You know, Taryn and Emilia and M and Tom and everybody that showed up for us. Maja. Maja. Alessandro came here from Italy. He right. flew from Italy right. to our event to take the dopest <laughs> photos ever. <laughs> Alex flew, flew from Florida. Right. Tiff drove in from Kentucky. 13 hours. And it's like, like 16, I guess. The fact that we started something that those people believe in enough to be part of it dude it blows my mind right that's the stuff that you can never anticipate you can never we met alessandro at a brendan burchard event and now he's coming to our event that was back in as our friend the end of 2018 it's mind-blowing unreal it's mind-blowing and i think like if you guys are listening to this episode i want you to dream because this is going to happen again one day right and let's just visualize this let's just close our eyes and visualize this let's do it. alan and i are going to get on this microphone and we're going to say, we just had an event with 2,000 people. I remember when we had an event with 50 at Confident Women Consortium. I remember when we spoke to Mass Maritime Academy, we spoke to 200 college kids. I remember when we spoke to probably 30 people at TMF. And now we're speaking in front of 2,000. Hmm. That all started as a thought. That all started as unseen things. Like, it's just unreasonable. And that's what we're going to be saying. And you guys can be saying the same thing to your friends or the, on, the, on your podcast or with your coaching clients. Like, I started this at this point and now I'm here. I would never be here if I didn't start there first. Right. And it's just, this is what really locks it in. And like the fact that we have such an amazing team, like Tiff hammered out a ridiculous landing page and is now getting clients from that. Right. Like, Amy got over so many fears cold calling people and so sending messages, fears. and it's just... Killing it. It's, it's almost unfathomable to me. So picture this. I'm at Amy's place on the couch. Amy and I are both messaging on LinkedIn and Facebook Messenger about the event. It's Thursday before the Saturday that the event is being held. I hear Kevin upstairs hammering Instagram videos. Hammer it. I hear Alessandro, Tiff, and Josh in the kitchen masterminding talking about the event tiff was doing i think emails yeah and it's like i remember having a moment of like this is so cool yeah everyone right now is like trying to do a full court press to help change more lives because we had already invested so much time effort and money into making this room valuable we wanted to help more people and here's the thing that i think is probably the biggest takeaway. Like, be willing to screw some things up. You have to, I thought about this in the gym earlier, you have to want to win more than you're afraid to fail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Th this is another thing, too. When the mud dries, you can laugh about it. Right. Like, when we were crawling through the mud, you're like, oh my God, this sucks. <laughs> it's brutal. But at the end of the race, when the mud's dry, 
you get to laugh about it and say like, oh, dude, remember how bad that sucked? Right. Like that's, I mean, when I say sucked, I don't mean like it was bad. But there was a lot of uncomfortable times where it's like, dude, I don't want to send these messages right dude, now. It sucked. Right. It sucked. <laughs> Straight up. But now look at what we're reminiscing on. We're reminiscing on the struggle. We're right. reminiscing on right. what came of that struggle and everything that happened because of it. So I feel like, you know, if you guys are going through a struggle right now or if you're afraid to start something because you know it's going to be tough, don't necessarily think about how tough it's going to be. Think about what you're going to look like on the other side. So OG Amy. OG Amy. She, her biggest struggle, thing that she struggles with, she would have no problem with me saying this, is, I think she's even said this before on the show, that behind the scenes episode we did, but is to to step up and express her truth. <clears throat> Her and I, one night, sent out like a hundred videos on LinkedIn to people we didn't know right. who marked interested on LinkedIn to our event. She was in every single one of them. And the fact that she's making cold calls, responding to messages, you know, in videos regularly, like, at one point she was afraid to go to the mall and meet a stranger. Now yeah. she's like killing it at reaching out to people she doesn't even know. Yeah. And it's like, if it wasn't for the event, it wouldn't have forced her to face those fears. Yeah. And yeah. it wouldn't force us to lead, be like better leaders exactly. and figure out how to lead. Exactly. It's just, I think the takeaway for this, we got to go because we got to get on a call in two minutes. 13 seconds. Um, seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest takeaway is what you're willing to go through is going to make you. Right. And and that's that's like my takeaway. The desire to host that event required more of our entire team than we anticipated, but we all became more because of it. I love it. I think that's huge. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here. we got a call. You want to set up the Zoom link? Yeah, I should and, go do that. And I'll, uh, I'll jump out of this. I'll, I'll, I'll get us out of here. Okay. Um, we are next going to interview one of my clients, John Larito. He is a leadership expert. He's worked in the financial industry for a long time, and he knows the ins and outs of leadership. I actually heard him record his first episode of the podcast, and it's absolute fire. So we're going to travel to his house and talk to him about leadership, what makes a good leader, and how you guys can be better ones. Sounds good. Strong work. We hope you will enjoy. <laughs> Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five-star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. Bye.